0: My name is David Denning. I'm a Professor of Infectious Diseases in Global Health at the University of Manchester and also Chief Executive of the Global Action Fund for Fungal Infections based in Geneva. Today I'm going to speak to you about fungal keratitis, which is a severe infection of the transparent front of the eye, the cornea. It is particularly prevalent in tropical and subtropical countries. And there's a significant correlation associated with low gross national income. In, uh, It leads to blindness in many circumstances. So a recent study, for example, in Pakistan found that 52% of 590 affected eyes went blind and a further 11% had to have the eye removed because it, the eye perforated. There's a a major need to improve the diagnosis and treatment of fungal keratitis, and that 's what i 'm going to overview today in two thousand and two. A government report from India estimated that keratitis accounted for nine percent of cases of blindness in India. That report uh, hasn 't been updated recently in Uganda some years ago a, a children with visual impairment were typically uh, associated was typically associated with a corneal ulceration and then visual loss and 25% of all of the children with significant visual impairment had a corneal scar consistent with fungal or microbial keratitis in work we published in lancet infectious diseases in october 2020 we estimated that there are between 1 and 1.4 million affected eyes each year around the world and as the majority of these uh, go undiagnosed and some go untreated, the majority will uh, of these eyes will go blind. And if indeed um, the eye has to be removed, which is sometimes the case, as I've indicated in Pakistan, in 11% of cases, then you're looking at around 100,000 eyes being removed every year because of fungal keratitis. The patients who develop fungal keratitis are typically young men in rural environments. It's a partly an occupational disease and a minor injury to the, to the eye, for example, related to threshing of uh, corn or wheat and the husk causing a small, small damage to the front of the eye will lead to infection. Other events that can occur include an injury from uh, a a piece of vegetation or a stick uh, which lands in the eye or a cactus needle and the the, the disease usually occurs slowly over the first two to four days before it becomes overtly obvious that there's a significant problem with the eye. Children are affected in about 4% of cases. Contact lens wearers also develop um, uh, fungal keratitis and this is particularly associated in in those who um, don't look after their uh, contact lenses quite as well and the rate in these people varies substantially depending on how well the contact lenses are looked after. The rate of fungal keratitis in those with HIV infection is approximately double those without HIV infection, based on some data from Tanzania. The diagnosis of fungal keratitis is uh, not easy. Uh, Initially, a corneal scraping has to be taken from the front of the eye uh, under local anaesthetic. That scraping is then looked at under the microscope and stained to uh, uh, highlight fungal hyphae or yeast cells that are present. This takes considerable skill and there are, this level of skill is not available in many, many laboratories or centers around the world, unfortunately. In addition to direct microscopy, fungal culture is done. The part of the sample is directly plated onto uh, agar media, for both to grow bacteria, but also to grow fungi, and then incubated over the next 48 hours and longer until a bacterium or a fungus grows. Unfortunately, many cases are both fungal growth and microscopy negative and and therefore remain undiagnosed with uncertainty about what the uh, final diagnosis is. And that's one of the problems with estimating the total number of patients affected because of the lack of sensitivity of microscopy and culture. In well-equipped centres, in addition to these two techniques, confocal microscopy and biopsy are also used, and these can increase the yield substantially by about 30 to 50%, depending on the series that is studied. The fungi that cause fungal keratitis are usually Fusarium, which is predominantly a plant pathogen, or Aspergillus which can be a plant or human pathogen or allergen. And in the case of contact lens wearers, candida species. However, there have been about a hundred different species of fungus that have caused fungal keratitis. And this is the most diverse group of fungi uh, that have caused any human disease. Identifying these fungi is important And some of them appear to carry a worse prognosis than others. But the most important aspect of uh, prognosis is how early the diagnosis is actually made. Once fungal keratitis is considered and uh, treatment contemplated, the best treatment that is available is natamycin eye drops. These have to be put into the eye every hour for successful therapy, and this is obviously an arduous uh, and difficult process for uh, 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 patients' relatives, as the patient themselves usually cannot insert the drops uh, on their own. Most patients in advanced economies are admitted to hospital, and nurses place the eye drops in every hour but in other settings this is not possible and it requires um, a relative usually to assist with this process. If um, natamycin is not available alternative eye drops are sometimes used for example voriconazole has been used and patients have also taken systemic or oral therapy uh, with itraconazole or voriconazole. The addition of oral therapy to topical therapy adds no additional response to the topical therapy response on its own. In addition to medical therapy, which is absolutely critical, it's important to avoid corticosteroids. Sometimes these are used empirically in patients because of uncertainty about the diagnosis and the suspicion of uveitis but actually they make fungal keratitis worse. If fungal keratitis is not considered as a differential diagnosis, then patients will often be treated just with antibiotic eye drops, and these, of course, are ineffective against fungi. Patients need pretty careful supervision by experienced practitioners, usually senior ophthalmologists and the uh, that there is a place for surgical therapy in the management of patients particularly if uh, there's a risk of perforation of the eye um, or the cornea appears not to be responding to therapy uh, in advanced centers are What's called a hot corneal transplant can be undertaken, but there are many other procedures which are done uh, as part of the surgical management of uh, fungal keratitis during the course of treatment. Currently, the outcomes from fungal keratitis are not very good. There is, um, as I've indicated, a loss of the eye in around 10% of patients because the eye perforates. The visual loss is the usual outcome, uh, although patients with very small areas that are affected who respond well to treatment, which is given early, may regain total vision. And somewhere between 10 and 30 percent of patients will go back to having almost normal vision if they have early therapy, which is uh, administered well and uh, are carefully followed to ensure a good outcome. There are various uh, needs um, in the world to improve the outcome from fungal keratitis. We do need uh, better diagnostic approaches. Um, Microscopy and culture are uh, acceptable and they're very important as a starting point. But it would be very helpful if we could uh, do some research and identify a point of care test which could be used directly in patients to uh, pick up fungal keratitis at its earliest stages and be confident of the diagnosis. So this might be a molecular, a rapid molecular method, or it might be a direct visualization method, or it might, for example, involve artificial intelligence of the appearance of the um, eye and the ulcer, uh, which is, alerts the clinician to the likelihood of fungal keratitis. The, um, the next major issue is access to therapy. Natamycin eye drops uh, have been proven to be the best therapy based on randomized controlled trials, but they're not available in many, many parts of the world. Gaffey successfully applied for them to be included as a WHO essential medicine, and this occurred in two thousand and seventeen. But there are still many billions of people without access to uh, natamycin eye drops. Unfortunately, the market is relatively small, and other priorities crowd uh, natamycin eye drops out of the equation. So there is a need to have a, a, a improved method of distributing natomycin eye drops and they also need to be available in rural centres where the diagnosis can be made and treatment started early. Many patients live one to two days away from an ophthalmology centre and that is a long time in the life cycle of fungal keratitis. There is a lack of clinical guidelines on fungal keratitis. Um, CRO, the WHO regional office, published uh, some guidelines in 2004 on microbial keratitis, but there are very few other examples of, of guidelines in this area. And so without guidelines, that means that ophthalmologists and medical officers aren't always aware of what the standards of care would be for these patients. And this is an important uh, need going forward to try and rectify that situation. There's also a lack of awareness of this problem. So the WHO, for example, in its blindness um, records, which it uh, uh, amasses every year, doesn't include this as a, a cause for blindness. And this is partly because there are so many other causes such as diabetes and cataracts which contribute, um, which are more common. And so a relatively small problem affecting only 1 to 1.4 million people out of the 200 million plus people with blindness around the world, it it does not uh, uh, allow it to be center stage in terms of uh, improvements in care. However, this is a remediable cause of uh, blindness affecting young people for the most part uh, who are economically active and um, often very poor. So there's a need to change the approach to fungal keratitis to make the, to give this disease a greater prominence than is currently the case